Alright, welcome to Come Draw From The Well. My name is Victoria Fisher and today I am again joined by Cynthia Hoffman-Cole. We are going to talk about parasites, the mystery of stealth proteins. Oh yeah. So, um, I don't know if you listening or watching have noticed or if you've noticed on social media, all of the health influencers are talking big time about everything goes back to the gut, yes, but everybody has parasites and you have to get rid of parasites in order to be healthy. So we wanted to kind of shed some light from our experience with it and talk about kind of demystifying the, the whole parasite conversation and what the truth is actually behind it. Um, so with that being said, let's dive right in. What do we have to say about <laughs> parasites today? <laughs> All right. So Well of Life Center has been established for, um, we're in our 17th year yeah. now. Um, interestingly, we've been talking about parasites since day one because that's my story. Yeah. Right? So I've been talking about parasites. I remember working with a client early on at the well um, where uh, we talked about the the vulnerability of the gut. Mm. So one of the things that we do know is that the biochemistry of the body is made up of bacteria. It's made up of viruses. It's made up of candida mold fungal presence it's made up of parasites like on a cellular level these things coexist in harmony within the the metabolic body yeah at, tr at trillions of cells compared trillions, to ours. trillions of cells in replication mm -hmm. and their turnover rate is is transient depending upon the stresses being placed on or in the body right so if the mm -hmm. gut is being um attacked by foods of, of unknown origin or benefit to the metabolic body, some of these influencers, bacteria, viruses, parasites, you know, candida, mold, fungal presence, um, will replicate very quickly because of the stresses. Mm -hmm. And when it is um, stressed to the degree that the body can no longer be self-healing or self-regulating is when we begin to see the over-proliferation of one or the other. Right. And th right? that happens, though, not just because of the presence of parasites. Right. Or the presence of bacteria. That happens because of dietary intake. Correct. So if we're eating processed foods, if we're eating things that don't have a high bioavailability um, that our bodies really can't break down or Correct. even recognize because well, it, and, and it all begins in. with recognition, right? right? Because our digestive system doesn't begin in our stomach. Our digestive system begins in our brain. In brain yeah. And so the minute we see food, there is an interpretation on the cellular level of what is it going to take to break that food down mm -hmm. and to metabolize it, to get it so that it is worthy of the, of the temple, right? How, how do we move the story of the temple forward? Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, advertisers know this. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I mean, you watch commercials, you know, and you see that burger on the, you know, on the grill, smoking and mm -hmm. sizzling. You're already producing digestive enzymes in your mouth in preparation of something you're just looking at. Yeah. You're not even putting it in. And in the grocery stores, how things are, are laid marketed, out how it's and laid marketing. out. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. It's strategic, mm -hmm. right? It's strategic. And if you go into the store hungry, you're, you know, it's all you're, over. You're over. <laughs> it's a, a game over, yeah, right? absolutely. And we, and even there are those who are not eating, who are going, doing these fasting programs, which is mm. really big. We talked about that in one of our last bit, yeah. podcasts. 
that are causing such distress to the body because they're not away from those influences. Hmm. Right? Fasting means shutting the body down in, in, in mind, body, and spirit, right? right? It's literally going into a respite when you're fasting. Okay. You're separating yourself from everything. Mm -hmm. But what people in fasting are doing is they're still on their cell phones. They're still looking at Facebook. They're still going into, into stores. They're still communing with yeah. friends. Like they're, and so what's happening is they're still releasing these digestive enzymes, causing the inherent weaknesses mm -hmm. that invite these parasites in. Right. Right. So we have the external influence of parasites, mm -hmm. those that we pick up in water or food or from the ground, right. those that are introduced to us from outside vectors, um, ticks, mosquitoes, spiders, mm -hmm. right? They carry these, um, it's part of their womb health, you know, they will literally bite you and they inject, you know, their womb health of proteins into your body and, and those are foreign invaders. Right, yeah. And we're relying upon something that's found within the metabolic body naturally, which is histamine, to say, hey, something foreign's entered in. Let's bind this up and let's carry it out. Foreign meaning cannot be used. It's not beneficial mm -hmm. to our story. Right. Um, and so since the beginning of the well, we've been talking about it. Mm -hmm. This client coming in, as I was sharing earlier, you know, when we began introducing the concept that there was a parasite that was present, I can remember the argument toe-to-toe, toe-to-toe very well, that that I'm making it up, that yeah. it's not possible, it's not part of the story. You know, right. there, it's not, you know, we, there are no such thing as parasites. I didn't go to, is, you know, to Israel, I didn't go to Egypt, I didn't go to Africa, I didn't, you know, we had to go to a foreign country in order to be able to get it. Right, yeah, that's right? The, one of the biggest common misconceptions is... American-wise, that yeah. we don't have parasites here. Ninety percent of the thing. doctors say that it's not possible. Right, that it doesn't exist. No. You had to have gone to a foreign country, been born in a foreign country, had some type of very weird, exotic exposure. When you can literally just go to play a in a puddle, <laughs> swim go to in a, a lake, grocery store, go to a grocery store, yeah, you know, and buy a food from another from another country, mm -hmm. buy groceries off of off of or, or America, or, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The problem is, is that we, we've, we're, we're cr cross culturing you know, we live in an international environment now mm -hmm. where we didn't at one time. And so going, taking a, a body, it's as simple as taking a, what we call mainland body and putting that mainland body in Hawaii. Totally different environment. Right. Totally yeah. different environment. Yeah. And the, and the. We, the inherent weakness in a mainland body, even California-based body, mm -hmm. relocated for a time in Hawaii where foods are grown in soil that is is biodynamic to that environment can become sensitive to a parasite. Mm -hmm. And it's in America. Right. Right? Yeah. So toe-to-toe, -to -toe, not six months later... Oprah Winfrey had a conversation on her show about parasites. <laughs> and now suddenly it became a real thing. Because Oprah said it. Because Oprah said it. Right? And I know that sounds silly, right? No, but, but what's true. happened, what we've seen in 17 years is that when you were talking about health influencers, who are these health influencers? Those who were in denial on this side of the story, but weren't giving enough grace to the possibility that it was a story that had merit, mm -hmm. right? 
over they didn't believe it here but they believe it here yeah dr oz same thing you mm -hmm. can go back and you can look at tapes where he argues that it's not possible to have parasites in in a in a body unless you've gone into a foreign country and right. then suddenly there's this whole program that he has about parasites mm -hmm. and now suddenly there's a realism to it so what we're seeing now is truth that we've known for 17 years right. is that we've got every cell in our body has a protein component to it every cell it cannot exist without the presence of protein right it that's what drives the engine that's the atp that's what gives that cell the energy it's mm -hmm. its fuel and it's supported by amino acids it's supported by minerals it's supported by um i mean essential fatty acids it's supported by all of these other streams mm -hmm. but the engine has to continue to burn and it needs that protein to do so right so what's happening right now what's happening right now in the dietary um mm -hmm world what is the big push right now we saw it early on in this in, 17 years ago you know we we've talked about it yeah, right plant-based and what vegetarian yeah. vegan vegetarian yeah 17 years ago sickest right. people that walk through our door vegan mm -hmm. vegetarians i'm sorry i don't want i'm not judgmental i'm just simply saying this is the evidence of what we're up against right, right? i myself that's part of my story right um but now we're in this whole plant-based dieting. Mm -hmm. And in the plant-based dieting are fake meats, are fake proteins. These aren't proteins that are designed in nature to do what nature asks us to do. Right. And sometimes too much of a good thing can be a bad thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. I can have beans, but if I'm not if I'm not balancing it with other foods that are designed to stoke, to build, to create harmony within my digestive system, I'm going to have that inherent weakness mm -hmm. that's going to invite the overproliferation of these proteins that break down. Right? They're like little Pac-Men. Right. They break down the fat. They break down the sugars. They break down. Mm -hmm. And so now they're talking about these parasites. Yeah. And, and what are they really talking about? These kind of rogue... Proteins. Rogue proteins. Yeah. Now, with all of that, I'm just thinking and thinking about it. Would it could it even be that some of these rogue proteins are even like self? They're they're, they're our own. Yeah, they are our own proteins in the tissue breakdown mm -hmm. because of the mm -hmm. loss of integrity, because of the the loss of structure, like the mm -hmm. raw materials. Mm -hmm. So we're not getting the Absolutely. raw materials in. Yeah. So now we have these little proteins that are being kind of kicked well, off and and they develop themselves. a community right they mm -hmm. develop their own little community it's it's a coagulation of their existence mm -hmm. right so if a cell is damaged and it's lost it's uh, you know it, uh, i'll put it into the simplest of terms so if a cell which is made up of a, a complication and a compilation of 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 of, of this network of of um intricacies. Mm -hmm. If it loses a function, it searches out for a cell that has that function and it attaches itself. Okay. And when it attaches itself, each cell in the body dies and gives birth to its like self. Mm -hmm. So it's an unhealthy cell having attached itself to a healthy cell because it benefits from you, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Benefits from that. And so what you have is Paris. Right. That's a parasite. <laughs> right. exactly. That's what a parasite is. Because remember, almost, if yeah. whatever that cell is missing, having attached to another cell, mm -hmm. right? It's going to live off of that it's, and pull from that. Exactly. Yeah. It's a vector. Right. It's a vector within its own mm -hmm. its own existence. 
But now picture that if this has got a protein and it's bound to another protein, because mm -hmm. it might be missing an essential fatty acid, it might be missing a mineral cascade right. conversation, right? It might be missing something here, yeah. but this cell has it. And now we have this, this coagulation that says, oh, hey, I'm going to attach myself to you because I'm in need, mm -hmm. right? Right. And I'm going to live off of you, vector personality, yeah. right? Parasitic personality. Right. Now what we have is a cell that doesn't just have its own natural healthy balance of proteins. Now it's got an over proliferation of protein. Got it. Yeah, because it's it's still that so that unhealthy cell is still bringing something to the table. Correct. Even though it's incomplete in and of itself, right. it's still bringing something to the table that that healthy cell doesn't need and or want. Right. So now let's imagine that you've got too much of that stuff. Mm -hmm. It would be, it's within the cell to detoxify. The cell knows how to detoxify. Let's just, let's just, you know, get some of these, again, health influencers. Let's just, let's just lay it out on the table. You don't have to tell the cell how to detoxify. Mm -hmm. It, God designed it to do so. Absolutely. I cut myself. I do not have to send a message to my body to teach it how to heal. It already knows how to do that. These mm -hmm. are, these are mystifying. These are, these are, this goes beyond human comprehension. This right. is this is a spiritual dialogue that we do not have access to. But but if we settle into the known that there is something that is innately available to us, mm -hmm. it's the detoxification process. Yeah. Since the beginning of time, the cell knows how to do it. It's been designed to do it. When it can't do it, it's not as simple as telling it to do it. It's not as simple as yeah. saying, here... Take this glutathione and detoxify. Mm -hmm. You know, you're you you know, you've got M MTHFR, conversation all of its own, right? right? You've got these weaknesses, these inherent weaknesses in the cell. Mm -hmm. It could be because if you've got these coagulation of cellular distress, it can't detoxify well because there's there's a uh an interference field yeah, in absolutely. its ability to do that. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. So so do we need to take extra methylation to teach the body how to do that? Do we need to take extra glutathione to tell the body how to do that? Or do we recognize what the influences are, which may be an over-proliferation of these proteins, and clean them up on right. a cellular level? And then once you do that, you free the cell up to go back to doing what it's been designed to do naturally, mm -hmm. and it can. Now, with that being said, though, there could, though, be some deficiencies, not because the cell doesn't know how to do it, but because of the level of toxicity or dietary influence or emotional um, components that Big have time. now get, like taken the body out of that. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there may be a need to replenish. Is that... Is that safe yeah, to say? Yeah, I mean, it, it's identify right. first what the stressor is, mm -hmm. right? And, and in identifying the stressor, you free the body up from that that sympathetic screen. Right. Right? And once you do that and you lower the burden mm -hmm. of whatever it is that's stressing that body, um, the cell will, on its own, be stepped to the plate. Right. Right. So the answer to that is yes and yes, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that it can. We know that it desires to because it never stops trying to compensate. It never stops trying to find its way back to that homeodynamic state. Right. 
I do not like that statement. <laughs> no, our bodies are dynamic. So, and we're always going to change and always. adapt yeah. because our environment's ever changing. Our, our cells are ever changing because of our environment. The people we're around, the influence that we have, the air that we breathe, the thoughts that we think. Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so, so he is. is. So with yeah. that, ourselves do have to have a level of adaptation. So we can't just be static. No, you and can't. You and can't you can't get, try to get back. You to, know, I love when people say, I want to get back to the way I was. Well, that led you to here. Right. Right. So it's understanding how do, how do we promote the body to another level of existence? Because if the vulnerability existed back here, I don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. I want to move the body beyond where it was so that it's able to be able to endure the stresses being placed on it and in it. Right. So when the cell adheres, this unhealthy cell adheres to another cell because it's, it's deficient and it brings with it its inventory mm. and it then, and then gives birth, it dies, goes through its, its death cycle. And then it gives birth to its like self. Now you have mutation. Because is it also bringing in some of the components of that attached, that, that mm-hmm. attachment, that mm-hmm. relationship or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. So it's not just, okay, this isn't just an, an identical daughter cell. It now has other genetic material. Correct. Too much genetic material. Correct. Yeah. And so, and so it's why we're so vulnerable now in the state that we're in with some of the, um, when, you know, when I talk about the, the climate, you know, that's presently out there. Political, socioeconomic, demographic. You blah, name blah, it, blah. right? That, yeah. that, that climate um, leaves us vulnerable. Mm. It leaves us vulnerable on all those different levels. And so when this mutation happens and then you come in contact with something that is chemically derived and Mm. and it's placed within the human host and then we ask the body to deal with that and we already have that sensitivity you know, within the cell to cell communication, mm-hmm. um, then what we do is we begin attacking ourselves again. And that's what a lot of these rogue proteins are, these stealth proteins that are causing disease pathology within the body is that we had the coagulation. We now have the mutation. We now have the vulnerability of something chemically derived being put into the human host mm-hmm. and, the, and, and the inventory of how to come up against it isn't present. The cell no longer knows how to identify good guy versus bad guy. So everybody's a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And that's what a lot of these stealth proteins are. Right. And so they come off as being parasitic in nature. Because again, the cycle continues to repeat itself. So just to clarify, we can absolutely have external parasites that come in, create sure. a level of stress. Sure. Um, and we do have protocols and things in place if that is something that your body is indeed de- dealing with. Yeah. But we don't just want to say, hey, go on a parasite detox because parasites are killing you and robbing you of everything and you need to kill parasites in order to move forward. Yeah, that's a dangerous so. thing because you're going you're gonna to push that liver. Mm-hmm. 600 functions. Liver's got 600 functions. You push that liver too hard. And what, what function is going to check out? Too right. Many. Yeah. Way too many. Mm-hmm. Right. But you have to, you have to love on that. You know, you've got to give it the support that it needs. It's not as simple as just do a liver flush to mm-hmm. get rid of parasites. So, you know, let's do a, a parasite flush. And that's what a lot of the influencers are talking about. Yeah. And that's a dangerous game. Yeah, Absolutely. 
Um, and so we, again, we can have parasite, but we want to make sure that we're looking at what are some of these other conversations that are happening in the body. Correct. What's going on digestively and not just what are you eating, but yes, but what's the gut doing? Mm -hmm. Um, and when we talk about digestion, it's not just what's happening in the gut because there's a whole metabolic dynamic that's happening outside the gut. Yeah. There's all that conversation that you were talking about. So we have these rogue proteins, these incomplete cells that are now coagulating and causing all of this stress within the body. Mm -hmm. There is enzymatic function that needs to take place there or enzymatic cleanup that needs to take place there. Right. and most yeah. of that enzymatic begins in the tongue, like right on the mouth. And so what mm-hmm. we're putting in our mouths, what we're putting, you know, what we're drinking, what we're, what we're sucking on, what we're chewing on, what mm-hmm. we're, whatever it is, if we're, if we're chewing gum, we're releasing enzymes in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So the body doesn't know the difference between the gum you're choosing and the meal that you're having. So it, it could very well burn out the proper Correct, the digestive enzymes, the parotid gland. I mean, talk about the least talked about gland in the the body is the parotid gland. Yeah, so the parotid glands are in your mouth. It's part of the whole salivary aspect, but it's kind of, I think way back in the day, you kind of described it as like the bugle horn. It's like, it's sounding off that something's there. So as soon as we have, we put food in our mouth or we put anything around our mouth, our body's starting to take inventory. Yeah. And that parotid gland is sending those signals either to the immune system Mm -hmm. or to the gut Mm -hmm. to say fight or digest. Right. So there's a huge conversation that can be misinterpreted there because we're putting in things that are either highly inflammatory, food-like, but not really food. Um, well, it's the beyond, like, it's the beyond meat. Yeah. The, right. The process. It's food, but it's still yeah, processed. Factory, factory meat. And yeah. I mean, and the energy it you know, people who are, who are really big on this, you know, um, you know, climate issue and this real, you know, about how, how to, how to have healthy food. You know, I love the, it's a discussion for another time, <laughs> but the whole thing about the cow and the methane. And oh, and how they have, they now have masks because the cow's. The cows burp and fart methane. Yeah, and, and, and it's destroying that. the environment. And there's and and you know, so the current health influencers, I I listen to from a point of grace, right? I come, mm-hmm. I come, before, I take everything that I've you've known this for you know all the years that you've been working alongside of me. I take everything that I hear before the throne of grace, and mm-hmm. I lay it out before the Most High God because He's not really surprised that cows fart. <laughs> He's not surprised that they burn. Let's just be real. Yeah. He's not surprised. Mm -hmm. He's not surprised that the sun comes up every morning and then goes down every night. He's not surprised that there are rays that the sun produces. He's not surprised by that. Right. You know, how we um, interpret that association is between us and him. Mm -hmm. Right. And he, and he, and he developed all things for the good of those who were called for his grand, great glory. Right. So the goodness of what he has for us is ours for the taking. And then we're called to be stewards over it. And that's where we have gone awry, completely awry. Because if you look at a grass fed cow in its natural environment, what it's eating, what it's grazing on, what it's exposed to versus the commercial factory farms that, you have to actually put a hole in the cow's side and have a, a, a tunnel 
So that way you can actually extract what they're not what they're not digesting. Sure. Because they're being fed hay and corn and all these things that they're not actually cre- were never Correct. created to Well, eat. because we've had a demanding society, right? When mm-hmm. a, a six ounce porterhouse steak isn't enough. Twenty four no, ounces be, must be consumed. Yes. Yeah. Right. I mean and, and truly metabolically, you can't even utilize all twenty four ounces of that metabolic mm-hmm. protein. Right. Right? Twenty four ounces of a steak. You're lucky if four, you know, three to four ounces of that available protein is actually used to help edify your body. The rest of it is causing cellular damage that's causing the coagulation that's putting us into the point where we are mass producing these rogue proteins. AKA parasites. AKA parasites. Right. Right. And so the long, we developed the commercial out of demand. Mm-hmm. But if you look at historically, you know, they weren't eating the way we are eating today. Right. You know, I was just over in Europe um, and I was shocked, pleasantly shocked mm-hmm. at what the offerings were. But I can tell you that the average American going to Europe for a meal where a protein is served would be terribly disappointed because mm-hmm. what they're looking for is the plate to be filled. First of all, the plates are smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, the portions are broken down over time. You dine, you don't eat. Mm-hmm. You dine. You dine. Literally, they can eat late at night because they eat in stages and they give their bodies rest in between each portion. Shocking. But <laughs> right. what have we been talking about for how many years? Yeah. And went there, came home, no poundage, none. Why? Because it's complementary to the metabolic body, it's not overly. Um, you know, suppressive to us. Right. But they don't have the issue of mass production of cows in Italy, mm-hmm. you know, or in some of the, the European... They've got their other problems. They've got other problems, make no mistake. <laughs> but, right. But, but we mass produce because we're a gluttonous society. Mm-hmm. And, and, we do, and we take in far more than we should. Absolutely. And so we've caused damage to the digestive system in a, in a very big way, mm-hmm. right? So... When we look at the environment and we say, I want, I want food that's going to be better for the, the climate. Don't eat cow because I'm going to make fake meat for you. The mm-hmm. energy that's needed from a factory point of view to mass produce fake proteins is greater an influence on what will ultimately be more damaging to our environment mm-hmm. because of what's necessary what energy is necessary to make something fake right. is going to be more damaging to our environment in a different way Absolutely. than what nature provides. And if we just go back to doing in the health, in the life of a cow, what a cow was designed to do, we wouldn't be having this issue. Right. Because Absolutely. the truth is if I eat junk, I get gassy. Mm-hmm. Cows eat junk. They're going to be gassy. Exactly. But most cows, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll poop. They supposed to. Mm-hmm. And they'll pass gas. They're supposed to. Gas isn't always a bad thing. No. But if they're burping in commercial environment and they're pooping or, or farting in envi- you know, a commercial environment, it's because they're eating foods that they shouldn't be right, eating. Right, absolutely. And Which comes back to now we've taken things that are, we've gone out of the natural order, the natural sure. way of doing things. And it's come down to the, the human influence that has put us into a place where now we need different mm-hmm. alternatives because we've adulterated. 
yeah. what, what God has originally designed. I love the book. Um, I've had all of our staff read it, uh, Omnivore's Dilemma. Mm-hmm. Love that book. Yeah. And because it really, it, and I, th- I actually think it should be on the must-read for every child. You know, and they do have children's version They do version have a children's version, yes. Which I'm really excited yeah. about. You know, we've been talking about this since the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I make all of our staff read Omnivore's Dilemma mm-hmm. um, because I want them to understand kind of where we're coming from, our model. If you're going to work here, you're going to be a part of our story, there you have to have an understanding of right. why we do what we do. Absolutely. Um, and uh, Joel um, Celestine, mm-hmm. who I just adore in Virginia, talks about... Um, the biodynamic farming. He talks about how we build a farm that each member of the family of, of in the farm mm-hmm. feeds the existence of the other. Right. And when he when the conversation, I watched a, an interview with him um, w- when the agenda, of course, was that cows are bad. I mean, I've look. I'm I'm in my sixties now, and I've been around long enough. Mm-hmm to remember that eggs were bad for you. I've been around long enough that that beef was bad for you. Butter is bad for uh, you. That butter yeah. was because margarine, mm-hmm. I mean, margarine was like what I grew up on, yeah. right? Um, and thank God for my, my adopted grandmother who, you know, gave me butter and, you know, <laughs> for the first time, you know, found heaven on earth in a bar. Mm. And, and still find heaven and earth on a bar, isn't that funny? <laughs> Pure bar, bar. Anyway, ah. sorry, um, <laughs> but um, when 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 people when we look at it, I've been around long enough to say that if there's an agenda that's out there to try to shut down a market mm-hmm. because something needs to be promoted, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul—that's the old expression, right? right? Yeah. Um, something will always be bad. Something will always Absolutely. be bad. And and yet, if all of nature was bad, what was God thinking? Mm-hmm. What was he thinking? Yeah. It's it's not God that made the mistake. We have. Right. We've Absolutely. misinterpreted that which that that which he intended because we haven't honored it mm-hmm. the way it needs to be honored. And it also goes back even to the, the flesh and the sin nature that we, we want to be God. We want to be like God. So we take what God has created because we can't create on our own. Amen. And then we take it and make it our own and it just falls apart. It doesn't work the way because we have, we are finite. We don't have the resources. We don't yeah. have the infinite wisdom and we are not outside of space and time. We yeah. are, we're, we're created beings and we can't create. So, yeah. And I can remember, yeah. I can remember when fat was bad and you know, if you have cholesterol issues, you go on a fat free diet. And mm-hmm. what we found is people early enough, early on in the well, fat free diets were really big because cholesterol was bad. So they were on a fat free diet. And what ended up happening is um, they were developing blood sugar issues. Mm-hmm. People were coming in with um, pre-diabetic symptomatology, um, and their cholesterol didn't get better. Right. It just didn't, and they were in the absence of fat. What started happening is short-term memory loss, mm-hmm. issues with hormonal disruption. Like, all of these things were happening because we weren't allowing cholesterol to do what it was in nature designed to do. Right. So when we look at these stealth proteins and we say we need to detoxify them, what are we doing? What are we doing? Um, on some level, we're going to be causing, a, a, through downward causation, another problem. Mm-hmm. And we really need right. to we need to take pause to it and just go, just because it's in doesn't mean, you know, it's great. Hey, look, I, 
as you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm always, a, somebody will, I remember when the whole CBD thing started yeah, happening, right. right? What was, what, what did I say? Last, it's out, you yeah. know, it's, yeah, I, I would say the jury is out on it. I, yeah, let's I'm, take a step back. Steve. Take a step back. I'm not, I don't, I, I don't jump in. Mm-hmm. I wait. Right. And, and we've, we have found ourselves to be tried and true, consistently true um, because we will step back and do the research. We mm-hmm. want to wait. We want to look at it from a big picture. And then we bring everything before the Most High God and say, how do you want this woven into your story right. for your children? Yeah. And I can't honestly say that we were wrong about the whole CBD thing. No, and because we now we don't promote it as like, okay, you need to take it for this reason. It's part of our story but for a very different reason. And yeah. where the where actual research has gone, it's part of our sto- sto- story in the spike protein aspect, which Correct. also parasite. <laughs> which, which parasite is, conversation. Which is, which is what's happening right now. Right, right? so it's, it's more in that aspect yeah. and not mm-hmm. and, and looking at, okay, we, we have the information about, now we're, we're doing a little rabbit trail, but with the endocannabinoid system, it's looking at that. Okay, it's not the CBDs well, that's and the cannab- cannabidiols. Yeah, it's like, okay, let's feed the endocannabinoid system. Right. Let's optimize that because that's what God designed. Yeah. He designed us with the system. I mean, were you ever yeah. in school talked about the endocannabinoid no, system? No, not, not one bit in nursing school, not one bit in biochemistry or no. or no. anatomy and physiology. No. Nothing. And, we didn't talk and, about that. and when we talk about it with our clients, when they were talking with us about CBD and we mm-hmm. talked about the endocannabinoid system, they were looking at us like, well, no, I just want CBD. Yeah, no, okay, well, like, let's, let's look at, okay, what is this endocannabinoid system? And that will maybe have to be another whole topic. But but that's what I love about, you know, what we do is because we're not going to be, we're not just going to be nutritional influencer and say something is so black and white. Mm-hmm. We really do want to talk about it from a collective dialogue. We want to build our clients up to be educated so that they can Absolutely. make the educated decision. And so... When we look at what's happening with, again, in our climate, with the spike proteins mm-hmm. um, and the fact that the, the body is getting them in, in mass production, mm-hmm. and those spike proteins are viewed within the human host as a, an external protein, an ex, a rogue stealth protein, the body's viewing it as a parasite. Absolutely. And it's mounting a war up against it. Mm-hmm. And it's saying... You're not natural. You're not supposed to be here. And so if 70 to 80% of the immune system is in the gut, we're going to have gut disruption. Absolutely. And we're going to have anxiety. And we're going to have, you know, pituitary distress hormonally because mm-hmm. of the conjugation of that hormone in the stomach. So the thyroid issues, we're seeing more and more of those take place right. in the presence of these spike proteins. Yeah. Because again, Stealth proteins in a body that isn't metabolically sound mm-hmm. is going to stress out not just one part. It's going to have a cascade of effect on so many others. Absolutely. And we yeah. want to educate. We want to help people understand your thyroid issue is not just about your thyroid. Mm-hmm. Your TSH is not about the thyroid. It's about the pituitary, right? So we want to help people understand that sometimes it's about what they're putting into their body that's influencing these numbers mm-hmm. and that it's not as simple as just taking a medication or taking a supplement or taking a supplement people come in and they say i read about this supplement i heard about this and i yeah. should be on this protocol yeah. so yeah. what what do you say to clients who say i think i have parasites 
I want to be on a cleanse. I had, I want to try this protocol. I, I, I bought this protocol because I've had clients come in and they're already an established client here coming in and they do their research, which is totally fine because we want clients to be educated, sure. but sure. they take that step and they say, well, I think that this is what I need. So I'm going to buy this Well, and protocol. I watched a, I watched a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Come Draw from the Well. Since we had such a great time talking about parasites and the mystery that is this stealth pathogen or stealth protein, we're going to continue in part two. So please join us for part two of Parasites, the Mystery of Stealth Proteins. Mm-hmm.